Welcome to another episode of Cock Blocked by Corona, the podcast, when you're ready to date but have to isolate. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. You have stumbled upon content that has listeners exclaiming, I actually think I wet myself listening to the podcast today. However, you have jumped in at episode eight and you simply must begin with episode one. If this is your eighth time joining us, we wish we could give you a very friendly elbow tap. Thank you for coming on this crazy COVID journey with us. I'm Hannah Fredrickson, and as always, I'm joined by Lauren McKenna. Hello. As we help our newly single best friend, Kate Foster. Hi, guys. As she navigates the dating world with the added challenge of COVID-19. Restrictions are easing slightly here in Melbourne, but for now we are staying safe and are each recording remotely from our bunkers as we delve into dating, romance, sex, wrong twins, clit tingles, toxic relationships, falling downstairs fetishes and everything in between. Hi ladies. Hi Han. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good this week. Good, I think. <laughs> it's a bit like all the weeks are kind of melding into one now. I can't believe this is our eighth episode. I know. It seems like time has gone really fast, but at the same time, I feel like isolation has gone on forever. Like it feels like years ago that we had our little Dalesford getaway before all of this began. I know. And then the world suddenly changed. It's crazy. I think about like there was just before all of this sort of went down. And I mean, I, because, because of working in theatre, I lost my job before most people in Australia lost their jobs. So I've kind of got some extra weeks tacked on. But in that last week of me working, we actually had our engagement party on the Monday. My gosh, that was a great time. It was like the last hurrah. It was, which was so lovely. But it's crazy to think that we weren't even talking about coronavirus. It wasn't even no. really a thing. And nope. then within a week, everything had changed. So it's just, it was so rapid how quickly it kind of came on. That feels like an age ago, honestly. That feels like 1912. <laughs> Doesn't it? It's a bit of a funny week for me because I actually had a show that I was directing that would have been opening night tonight. Oh, I'm sorry. So that's really tough. That sucks, lady. I think when those dates kind of come and go, you're like, oh, when will life be back? <laughs> Absolutely. And for you too, because because you're preggy preggy, you haven't sort of yet been able to really enjoy the easing restrictions either because you're still very high risk. I'm still taking it really easy. Um, yeah, which is bittersweet. Like I'm so glad that so many of my friends have been able to catch up, which is really lovely to see and hear about. Um, but I'm sort of in the home stretch now of my pregnancy and it's just not really worth the risk. No. I'm still quite fearful that you know, there might be a second wave and um, I'm a bit of an annoying double risk because not only am I pregnant, I'm also asthmatic. So it's, it's, yeah, yeah, just trying to stay really safe. But I have been approved this week by my doctor for a socially distant picnic. Yes. So I'm hoping that in this coming week, I might be able to see some of my gals. So that will be really lovely. I'm itching for that. Absolutely. We are absolutely peaking for that. Yeah. Cannot wait. I think the hardest thing will be that I won't be able to hug you all. Like, I think that will be a real challenge. I know. It's so weird because, um, you know, we've been lucky, Katie and I, that we have been able to see each other this week. But it is like all of those um, really ingrained social things that you go to do. Yeah. Do I? Do do I? Are we hugging? Like, do we? I don't know. Like, <laughs> you're like rubbing elbows and very friendly elbow taps. Very <laughs> friendly elbow taps. So 
bit strange. I just need to say, Kate, that I'm just so impressed. Like we are eight episodes in and your way to say hi, guys, in the beginning, because we do record that live every week. It's not the, it's not a pre-recorded like, hello, hi, guys. And I feel like mine's always so different. Like I'm like, hello or hey or whatever, depending on how I feel. And Kate is like a perfectly pitched Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> it's so professional. I have skills and that is one of them. You can tell that you have worked as a presenter. Thank you. Thank you for recognising those skills. Congratulations on that. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so what else has been happening this week? Has anyone got any mind-blowing updates? Do you know, I had so the weekend I felt very social and we had a few like different catch-ups with different groups of friends and holy crap, I was so tired. Like when I think about a few months ago, my life was, I would socialize every single day and be going from work. I'd be up at like, you know, 5am sometimes and not get home until 10, 11pm. And then all of a sudden you have a few, you know, five person catch ups and an outside barbecue and I need a rest for a week. Build up our stamina again. It's Social stamina. Yeah. (laughs) This week I have felt like I've just clicked into a different space in my brain where I've been like, okay. I realise that this is probably going to, for me, work-wise, going to go on for quite a while. Mm. So what am I actually doing with my life? (laughs) (laughs) The other night, Lol goes to me, "Um, so what do you think you'll do tomorrow? And I just said, probably punch myself. I'm so painful when I'm not productive and I feel like I've had the best rest I've had in years and it was really needed and now I'm like, okay, I'm well rested. What am I doing? So this week we had a bit of a brainstorm for yeah. We were like, okay, great. So what are you doing? Do you want to study something? Do you want to like pivot, start a business? What do you want to do? Pivot. I know. I was like, maybe I should go back to pouring candles because I used to make soy wax candles. Like I'm literally. All the candles. I'm ridiculous. I'd love a candle. Sign me up. <laughs> I'll come back to you, everyone. Stay tuned. I know you're on the edge of your seats. I'll let you know what I decide to do. You've got so, look, you do have so many options because you're a very talented woman and there's many things you could do in life. So capable. Oh, don't. What the heck do you want to do? And also to that thing of like, you don't want to blow a heap of money on like some fancy pants course when you're like, okay, I'm not working. A hundred percent. I've had a few, like every two weeks I've been having sessions with my therapist, love her. And she, you know, cause, cause I did my yoga teacher training and everything. And I kind of, you know, this generation too, she really put it back to our generation of having this like gratefulness ingrained into us, having to be grateful about everything and see the bright side of everything. And I am very much like that. And she stopped me and she was like, no, you're actually emotionally bypassing. And she said, the more you do that, she goes, it kind of shits me to tears. She's so great, so blunt. She's like, it really, you know, shits me sometimes with this whole grateful thing. She said, sure, that's that's great. And you never want to be wallowing in self-pity. She said, but the more you actually emotionally bypass, the more you hold on to things and you don't actually deal with what the problem is or what you're feeling. And that is just going to keep rearing its head. So I think that's an important thing to think about as well. Just sometimes to let yourself feel like it's hard. I really struggle with it. And I know you both would struggle with it because we're all kind of A-type personalities yeah, and super like productive, get on with life. But Sometimes you just need to sit with it. I do feel like it is kind of seeping out though because we've all just been like weeping in episodes of MasterChef or like (laughs) 
seeing like I'll see like a cute old like no no walking on the street and I'm like he's wearing a suit and it's just beautiful. Try being pregnant on top of oh my all God. of that. Oh, hormones. I have never cried more <laughs> and Carl's actually really loving it because I'm finally like showing some emotion. I think he's probably the more sensitive <laughs> of the two of us. And he, uh, we were watching that um, fabulous series Afterlife that you recommended, oh, Han. It's fantastic. So it's so beautifully written and it's so funny and sad and beautiful. And, um, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was weeping like from episode <laughs> two and Carl just kept looking over at me because he was just so in awe of me actually showing emotion for once in my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he's loving it I'm letting it really letting it out let it loose (laughs) we have a girls group chat and everyone knows lol's like on hormonal edge so like often we'll be like oh no like this could be bad like someone just put a photo of I don't know what like it could just be like a chicken or something and then everyone's like careful careful lol get the tissues get the tissues (laughs) this could get the tissues could push her over the edge (laughs) when Amina got eliminated from MasterChef it broke me (laughs) (laughs) she just has such a kind face beautiful kind face yeah, look, I mean, I don't know. I guess we're feeling we're feeling a bit grateful, we're feeling a bit sad, we're feeling a bit lost. <laughs> we're feeling a bit everything. We're feeling happy to see some friends, but we're also feeling sad that it's everything feels a bit different. But we're very grateful that you your pregnancy is going along beautifully, Lolly, and we're so excited. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes, Bubby is the size of a cabbage this week. So definitely getting bigger, growing beautifully. Cabbage Patch Kid. Little Cabbage Patch Kid. So beautiful. I feel like my baby will look like a Cabbage Patch Kid. (laughs) A Cabbage Patch doll, yes. The little head. This week, as restrictions begin to slowly ease around the world and in Australia in particular, our episode is dedicated to the couples that are emerging from ISO together. (laughs) Get it, guys. (laughs) After experts declared that we could expect a spike in pregnancies and a spike in divorce rates after self-isolating with our significant other, we had our listeners weigh in on how they went in ISO. So this week we asked our listeners the following questions. Has your sex life been blocked or is it thriving in corona times? Have you discovered any new annoying habits as individuals or as a couple? What is the ISO moment you would most like to remember? What is the ISO moment you would most like to forget? Name one lesson you have taken away. What is the regular freedom you have missed the most? Can you sum up your ISO experience in just one word? Have you had any new housemates over ISO, like huge blind pimples, (laughs) like Han? Have you resisted or given into any radical hair changes? Would you ever put someone in a headlock as a form of foreplay? And would you pay $10 to get into a nightclub on Zoom? Just really asking the important questions, aren't we, ladies? Yes. Imperative, imperative questions. And we had some brilliant listeners respond and we thank them hugely for their generosity in sharing their gorgeous candour. We can't relate to one another or learn anything without being honest, but we acknowledge it takes bravery. So thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. We had such an overwhelming amount of responses sent in this week and unfortunately we couldn't fit them all into this one episode, but we so appreciate your answers and absolutely loved reading each and every one of them. We are so excited to share these. They are just brilliant. So I'll pass it over to you, Katie, to introduce us to our first couple. Let's kick it off. So Mr. Let's Start a Major DIY Project at 10pm and Mrs. 
Snappy Tom are in their 30s. Their one word to sum up ISO is groundhog. They say their sex life was blocked when they had twins two years ago. So if anything, having life a little less busy in ISO has given it a boost. Go, guys. Get on it. Yes. Their new annoying habit discoveries are Mr. DIY taking 45 minutes to do a poo so he can have some time to himself (laughs) and Mrs. Snappy Tom taking 45 minutes to hang out the washing so she can have some time to herself. Fair call. They would most like to remember the early morning and late afternoon family walks in quiet streets and enjoying life at a slower pace. They would most like to forget the stress of moving overseas with twin toddlers just as coronavirus was getting out of control, then going straight into isolation in a new place. That's hell. Hell. The lesson they have taken away is that sunshine, fresh air and a cuddle can make the world of difference to your day and they have missed friends and coffees the most. Oh, cuties. Their new housemate is wine. Yes for that. They have absolutely not used a headlock for foreplay and wouldn't go to a nightclub on Zoom if someone paid them $10. Love the honesty. (laughs) Love the honesty. I'm feeling my emotion welling up. This is not going to go well for me because when you just said that sunshine cuddle thing, I was like, that's beautiful. I know that sentence. That sentence is like, I know it's the simple things in life. It's so true. Sunshine, fresh air and a cuddle can make the world of difference. I love that. Also, kudos to those people for moving overseas with toddlers just as isolation was happening. Like, what the heck? Oh, my God. What a time. So on to our next couple. Mr. Motivated and Mrs. Michelin Star are in their 30s and their words to sum up ISO are discombobulating and chillangsting. (laughs) (laughs) Copyright it. Their sex life is 60-40 in ISO. Thriving with more time to have sex, some new adventures and explorations happening. However, throughout certain periods, the sex has been blocked because they've had such bad backs from too much couch time. (laughs) (laughs) They have learnt that Mr Motivated has terrible spatial awareness. Mrs Michelin Star says, we are supposed to keep two metres apart when we're outside and he just can't seem to manage it. This has led to a cyclist yelling out, dickhead, as he rode past us. (laughs) (laughs) They would most like to remember the feeling of going to sleep at night knowing that they have no expectations on them for the next day and 4pm cocktail hours on their balcony on panic purchase sun lounges. (laughs) They would most like to forget when every show they had lined up in the UK and Australia got cancelled in the space of a week and when they didn't know if they had enough income to be able to pay their rent. The lesson Mrs Michelin Star has taken away is that she loves rice. She (laughs) says, I convinced myself I didn't love rice and then when I couldn't get it, I wanted it. Now that I have it, I still want it. And this goes for all simple white cards. Preach. Oh, yes, preach. Mr. Motivated says, I've realised that everyone's self-tapes are bad, not just mine. Even the greatest actors look unconvincing on an iPhone. They miss going to the theatre, going out for a meal and going to work. Their new housemates are a fancy new vibrator and gourmet cuisine and they have given in to the radical hair change of not watching it at all. Mrs. Michelin star says the only person I put in a headlock is my brother. So I really hope that wasn't interpreted as foreplay and she wouldn't even pay $10 to go to a real nightclub. So they will not be going to one on zoom. I love it. I love that. (laughs) They're brilliant. I can definitely relate to a lot in that. Obviously all the shows getting canceled really, really tough. Yeah. And, uh, white carbs. 
Absolutely. Simple white carbs. Oh, yes. And that was what everyone was stocking up on when everyone was going crazy and doing all this mm. crazy selfish panic buying. They were taking all the rice, all the pasta. All the good bread. I mean, toilet paper's not a toilet paper's not technically a carb, but it's a white. <laughs> it's a white. It's, white. <laughs> it's a simple white grocery item. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like 75% risotto at this point. Thrilled that you love that risotto recipe, lol. <laughs> I love that risotto <laughs> recipe you sent me. Love it. Yes. Great way to get in a lot of veg. <laughs> and you said you're always really scared of risotto and now you're not. So it's a nice so win. It's so easy. I love it. I love it. Maybe I'm Mrs. Michelin star. (laughs) (laughs) Also, isn't it really hard to um, distinguish this 1.5 metre or 2 metre thing? I think that is really hard. When do you ever really have to know how long that is? No, I know. It's like you need a tape measure. All right, on to our next couple. Meet agoraphobic Abby and do everything Doug. They are in their 60s, enjoying the little things and feeling grateful. Aggie says, no annoying habits have emerged. My partner is perfect. (laughs) She has, however, felt fearful about going out and worrying about a potential second wave. Aggie has enjoyed not having to care about what she's wearing or putting on any makeup and do everything Doug's life hasn't changed, apart from doing everything, working from home, doing groceries, taking the car for service, peppered with as many socially distant games of golf as possible. As for new housemates, Aggie recalls the intrusion of a disgusting, blind, pimpled chin and remarks, I don't know why I'm being punished like this. (laughs) She also reports, I had a rush of blood to the head and cut my fringe, one of the biggest mistakes of my life. Like the cock-blocked girls warned, I am now dealing with a veranda on my forehead. (laughs) I love it. She also coloured her hair and realised she pays $300 at the salon and 20 bucks at home. Quite the ISO revelation. Oh, isn't that a kicker? Aggie reports, no headlocks going on here and I'm not your nightclub kind of chick. Aggie and Doug have been married 33 years and not even COVID-19 can affect them. We salute you. Oh, my gosh, that is brilliant. Oh, the sweeties. Bless them. That resonates a lot with me. I don't know why I was being punished with my pimples and I'm going to take that that warning for the fringe urge that I still am suppressing. So that's great. Oh, mate, never cut your own fringe. Never cut your own fringe. There's an art to it. Thanks, Aggie. So we have Snotface and Mrs Chatterbox are in their 30s and their word for ISO is Herbert, named after their ISO-acquired puppy beagle. Snotface has a perpetually runny nose because of allergies he has never had tested. And Mrs. Chatterbox tells Snotface about her day at work throughout the entire day at work and then again over dinner. <laughs> their sex life is blocked due to their new 13-week-old puppy waking them consistently and they haven't discovered any new annoying habits, just the old ones, but a thousand <laughs> times more intense. I love this. They'd most like to remember the first day that Mrs Chatterbox was sent to work from home and Snotface arrived home with four casts of wine and declared, it's a lock-in, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That just makes me think about in Zoolander when he's like, it's a (laughs) walk-off. It's a (laughs) walk-off. They'd most like to forget the coming and going of deep existential dread and cleaning an entire poop out of the puppy's mouth. Oh, yuck. Yeah, that's bad. 
they've learned to stop trying to pack too many things into one day and that ordering wine online is much cheaper than buying it in store. Interesting. They miss going to Pilates in the gym. Their new housemate at one point was a case of the runs and their radical hair changes are still up in the air with desires for a sweepy full fringe and the want to bleach and dye snot faces hair cotton candy pink. Headlockers foreplay and paying $10 to go to a nightclub on Zoom are a strong fuck no. (laughs) I commend this couple for their brilliantly timed puppy purchase or puppy adoption. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What great timing. Yeah, amazing. That's a way to keep you busy. Yeah, that's a way to keep you busy. Also, I didn't realise it was cheaper to order wine online than buy it in store. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Rock my world. (laughs) Kate's like (laughs) www.liquorland.com. Kate's like, I've got to go. (laughs) (laughs) Order it all, please. (laughs) Got to make a delivery. So Mr. Karaoke, oh, I'm very intrigued where that code name has come from, (laughs) and Miss Conference Call on Speakerphone are in their 20s, and their word to sum up their ISO experience is reset. Oh, Their sex life is thriving now that they are colleagues. They've had fun exploring their office romance and enjoying regular meetings in their bedroom. (laughs) The new annoying habit discovery is Mr. Karaoke farting when Mrs. CCOSP is on the phone. (laughs) But they have enjoyed walking and getting takeaway coffee together every morning. They'd most like to forget when their hot water stopped working for 10 days in winter. Oh, no. Still not working. But they've learnt to appreciate the little things. Like hot showers. <laughs> like, yeah, like being washed, <laughs> like being clean. They have most missed not being able to see family and cross borders and a few new houseplants have moved in. It's their new housemates. There was an accidental radical hair change when Mrs. CCOSP went to give Mr. Karaoke a trim and literally left him bald. <laughs> <laughs> They're always open to new things but aren't sure the headlock foreplay is for them and it's probably not for a Zoom nightclub evening as they wouldn't pay the $10 for a regular nightclub. It's a We're having a lot of no's for this Zoom nightclub experience. Nightclubs are over. I actually did read an article about that the other day in Melbourne, like about Melbourne saying that nightclubs are over. Nobody wants to go to a nightclub. Well, tons of nightclubs have had to close forever because of the whole corona thing. So yeah. Also, I love a bald man. Like, I love that shaved head look. So I'm hoping that he's rocking that. Yeah, I don't mind a bald man either. She did mention this particular listener wrote in brackets, there's photos as evidence. So I should um, I should probe for this. Oh, yeah. Probe for a photo. So next up, Mr. Negative Nancy and Mrs. CBF are in their 30s. I'm, I'm assuming that's can't be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Which I can definitely relate to in ISO. Yep. I am thrilled to announce that they have been enjoying a thriving sex life during this pandemic period. Mrs. CBF says, we're so bored, he will actually let me jump him. Yeah. I just hope we don't end up with a corona baby. Prior to COVID times, they had already been having regular Zoom therapy sessions to juggle their new life with a baby and Mr. Negative Nancy working from home. So they continue to work on managing any annoying habits that have emerged and we think that's so healthy and fantastic. Shit, yeah. Mrs. CBF has enjoyed getting to return to work from maternity leave and my office being in the house. This meant I could ease back into work and have bubba cuddles whenever I wanted. The best of both worlds. Cute. She has, however, missed the luxury of going to a cafe without feeling guilty. They have actually lost a housemate during the lockdown. Oh. Mrs. CBF used to have two eyebrows 
and now just has one. <laughs> Affectionately named Big Daddy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes! But true to her nickname, I'm guessing she can't be fucked to pluck, and fair enough. <laughs> Speaking of hair, Mrs. CVF says, I got a fringe just before ISO started. Biggest regret of my life as I can't get it regularly managed. So I'm now experiencing that awkward, not a fringe, not a layer vibe. And I honestly am so uh, over bobby pins. Oh, the worst middle zone. Oh, you really have to commit to that grow out, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> While $10 Zoom nightclubs are up in the air for this couple, they did pay $30 to go to a comedy gig on Zoom and they loved it. Their ISO experience can be summed up as long, but they say we are extremely privileged. We have many friends in the States and their experiences are devastating. Oh gosh, that's scary, isn't it? We're actually so lucky to be here, aren't we? We are. God, when I think of like me potentially being in New York in this time, wowza, I'm so glad. Oh, I'm so relieved you're not. For many reasons, (laughs) not just a world pandemic, but yes. Yeah, I'm glad life did a pivot for me. We have Mr. Lawyer and Mr. Head Chef who are in their 20s and sum up their ISO experience in one word, reconnect. They're long-distance lovers and have been reconnecting by enjoying a thriving sex life in lockdown. Get it, guys? I love this story. As their annoying habits, Mr. Head Chef says, I feel like I was just getting somewhere with him before I moved overseas. Then he moved back in with his parents and has lost all domestic abilities. Oh, dear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A lot of annoying new habits have emerged, but the top of the list has to be consistently taking from the water jug in the fridge and never refilling it. Oh, I, I would hate that too. Yeah. Hate it. So while he gets cool, fresh, thirst-quenching water, I get a cold jug. <laughs> Dead to me. Season two now on Netflix. Great show, by the way. That's a great show. I'm loving it. They are missing the gym and Mr. Head Chef would rather forget the time he fractured a rib doing a home workout. John, damn. Ouch. The most valuable lesson for this pair has been to communicate clearly. You can't storm out when you're in lockdown. There have been many moments to remember. Mr. Head Chef says, it's all been wonderful, but mainly enjoying my time off work and getting to cook for him. I jokingly say I'm employed full time as his personal chef and being around to show my love language in a way I haven't been in a long time. Oh, I've also been slowly getting more confident at trimming his hair. He is now taking bookings. <laughs> oh, I love these two. That's so sweet. My love language is acts of service, so I totally relate to how that is. Having done lots of long distance, I can so understand that. That's really tough. So I'm so glad that they're finding it a wonderful experience. Absolutely. Dr Learning and Dr Carbohydrate are in their very late 30s. Through this pandemic, they have learnt that human connection is everything and we couldn't agree more. They were experiencing an initial and unexpected thriving sex life, which was fairly short-lived. It is back to normal now. Dr. Carbohydrate has discovered Dr. Learning's annoying ISO habit in the form of his fluffy homeschooling approach. (laughs) They would most like to remember their family backyard camp out and most like to forget the children interrupting their briefly thriving sex life. Dr. Carb has missed hugging her parents the most and we hope that can happen again for you soon. She also says, I've had three to five new housemates in the form of kilos and I'm too scared to actually weigh in. <laughs> <laughs> they personally wouldn't pay $10 to go to a Zoom nightclub because their clubbing days are over. Yeah, I feel you. But they think it's a great idea. And like us, their ISO buzzword is 
Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> yes. Uh, these two are sweet. These two are so cute. And I would say do not get on the scales. No. The pandemic is not a time to be body shaming yourself. Just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Oh, don't do it to yourself. Let's just call it a pandemic pass. Absolutely. It's a free pass. It's a free pass. And food brings so much joy. I mean, obviously you want to stay active and healthy, but I think, you know, just give yourself a break. Nothing wrong with a little bit of extra to cuddle. Hell no. We're getting into winter too. All right. (laughs) Meet career change Carrie and the night owl. These 20-somethings sum up their ISO experience with one word, family, and have very impressively learned how to grow their own food in lockdown. While they would rather forget the start of ISO and the hysteria and confusion, they have beautiful, memorable moments like an Easter scavenger hunt and staying home with their dog 100% of the time. If there are any winners in this pandemic, it has to be the pets of the world. They have been joined in ISO by Career Change Carrie's entire family and three dogs, so it's a full house. In terms of annoying habits, Career Change Carrie has discovered that the night owl is actually a plant hoarder. She says it's out of control. Carrie has Foxtel now and is obsessed with trash TV like 90 Day Fiancé. I've actually really been (laughs) wanting to watch that. I have never heard of it, but it sounds amazing. I've seen just like little snippets and I'm intrigued. Yeah, it looks hilarious. That could be our next binge. There we go. As for hair changes, Carrie has so far resisted a big chop and the night owl has given into zero personal grooming. They are missing keep cups and sitting on park benches and wouldn't even pay $10 to get into a regular nightclub. I think we're seeing a theme emerging here. (laughs) A real trend. Carrie reports a thriving ISO sex life, especially considering they're living with their parents. (gasps) That's fantastic. Get it, it, guys. Yes. Maybe it's a bit of a risk, you know. It's like that thing where you're like, we don't want anyone to hear us and it makes it a bit exciting. Yeah, like we have to be quiet. (laughs) It's like back to those teenage days. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Next we have Ms. I get anxious about all the teacups I put in the sink and then blame my partner. (laughs) I love it. And Ms. I yell on Zoom are in their 30s and late 20s respectively. They report being cock-blocked well before corona started due to their dog. They've been enjoying having a nice time together and working together from home and have not noted any annoying habits they didn't already know about apart from the odd fight about a dirty kitchen here and there. They have learnt they spend an enormous amount at cafes and bars and that their dog doesn't miss them when they're at work. She just sleeps all day. (laughs) They have welcomed housemates in the form of two new wine subscriptions who have been invited to stay post-ISO. Fantastic. No radical hair changes, but Ms. Anxious About Teacups is quite handy with the kitchen scissors for trimming needs. They agree headlocks are not sexy. Ms. I yell on Zoom would be reluctant to go to a Zoom nightclub. As an experienced tech queen, she tells us Zoom is the wrong platform for a nightclub. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She says Zoom is great for phone calls, but in terms of production values, you'd be looking at creating a stage, multi-cameras and high production values and then broadcast it to your own website or Vimeo or Facebook. Nightclub organisers, take note. There are some good tips there. 30s couple Mr. Calm, Cool and Collected and Mrs. Up and Down are currently enjoying a thriving sex life and are going to miss those afternoon delights and have been missing going out for brunch. 
they describe their ISO lives as productive. As for new housemates, Mrs. Up and Down says, oh, don't even get me started. Been popping pimples every damn week. <laughs> I need a facial and microdermabrasion stat. Then I got a case of the old thrush. So rude, honestly. Oh, God, oh, it's the, the worst. worst. Get the fork out of the door and scratch those flaps. <laughs> uh, the claw. It's like the claw. God. Get the Greek yogurt out. Greek yogurt works the treat every time. Just pop a little bit on a spoon and pop it in there. Shove it down there. Shove it down there. <laughs> Lather it on. They have reported no radical hair changes, but Mrs. Up and Down says she let her armpit hair grow for the first three weeks of ISO, but just couldn't go any longer. She can confirm she is not a hippie. Fair enough. Good to try. Good to try. (laughs) It's a strong hell no to headlocks as foreplay, and they'd rather make their own nightclub. Oh. Well, well done. Go for it, guys. Cuties. And finally... 30s couple Mr. and Mrs. Virgo are self-proclaimed big Virgos, which a quick Google search tells us they are loyal and passionate, yet sensitive and often intense. What an ISO roller coaster. Their sex life has remained consistent during lockdown and they have most enjoyed their lasagna or roast Sundays, cooking together all morning, then an intimate lunch with lots of wine. Mrs. Virgo reports that Mr. Virgo talks extremely loudly to his work colleagues on the phone. It sounds like he's talking down to them and I can't believe how loud he is and I'm so worried that they think he's being condescending. It's unbelievably loud. It's been an unmasking of his work persona and I would rather it stay at work. Too loud. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. ISO moments better left behind are worrying about the health of family members, one who works in health and another with compromised lungs, which has been a big worry every day. Mrs. Virgo recalls being overwhelmed at the start and yelling at Mr. Virgo about not wiping the groceries or touching his face too much or getting too close to people at the shops. All the worrying. In fact, their ISO experience can be summed up in one word, worrying. Or Virgo. But Mrs. Virgo suspects that's just a byword for worried anyway. However, coming out of ISO, their major takeaway lesson is not to worry about something until it happens. Ifs are too stressful right now. The Virgos have most missed the pub, having dinner and playing pool with pals, but have kept busy and occupied by the addition of a very energetic doggo they are currently pup-sitting. As for radical hair changes, Mr. Virgo has been passionately trying for a mullet and this might be Mrs. Virgo's ISO undoing. Whilst Headlocks' foreplay are strictly out of the question, this couple would consider getting their hands on some JB Disco lights, paying $10 and going Zoom clubbing. We've got one! Finally! We've got two. Two people. Two people willing to go. Yes. Okay, great. Well, it could be a great night for two couples <laughs> A raging nightclub for those two. We're going to pair you up. You're going to have a great evening. <laughs> it's like we're being sponsored by Zoom nightclubs, but we're not. <laughs> I know. We need some money from them ASAP. But we love all those responses. They're amazing. Thank you guys so much for writing in. We really appreciate it. And it does take bravery to share some intimate ISO moments. So we salute you. We love that. Thank you. It's really nice to hear people being candid about it not being perfect, but it's also nice to hear Mm. what people have learnt. And I hope that um, our listeners took as much out of that as I did getting to read them all. It's really lovely and refreshing. And congratulations for emerging from ISO 
together because it it's been bloody tough in lots of ways. So well done. It is not easy being with the same human in the same four walls 24-7 for like, what has it been? Eight weeks, nine weeks, something ridiculous like that. Yeah, 10, I think. 10th week. So obviously we take our hats off to you and it is such a huge achievement to be emerging from isolation alive. Absolutely. Alive and united. All right, Katie, give the people what they want. (laughs) Dating update stat. Okay, guys. So... Oh, the suspense. <laughs> I feel like last week in the suspense for this. <laughs> um, look, I I really did try with the Bumbles and um, I had some nice virtual dates, as we know, and I had one other walk with holy guacamole. How was that? Look, lovely guy, really lovely but I feel without being too premature, like I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to drop any any words that are too deep, but I feel like my heart belongs to a certain someone already. Who does it belong to, Kate, in song form? <laughs> <laughs> You've not quite participated in this as yet. We're making you do it. Uh, wait a sec, do I know the tune of... Under the southern skies. (laughs) Is that it? Is that it? I also would have accepted. Behind these hazel eyes. (laughs) Very good. Or what I like to call him to his face. What about me? (laughs) It isn't fair. We'll also accept that. Fair enough. Because he and Shannon are twins. We'll also accept combinations like. Behind these southern skies. <laughs> you know, you can find some really fun combos in there. Oh my or God. under these hazel eyes together. <laughs> oh, wow. oh or for a blast from the past, look at your big brown eyes. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, remember when we thought his eyes were brown when Han was certain to his eyes were brown? You wait till I meet him. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be peering so hard. Yeah, you're gonna be looking at those eyes and being like, tell me what your eye color is. <laughs> Show me what you're working with. <laughs> so he came over for dinner. And you guys know that I'm not a big cook. Like I actually find I'm such a lazy cook because when it's just for one person, I just want the quickest, easiest thing I can make. Like guacamole. <laughs> like guacamole. My guac. My guac's the best guac. And so he came over for dinner, so I really went all out and I cooked like this amazing salmon dish with a heap of roasted vegetables and baby broccolini with feta and pine nuts and stuff like that. Make that for me. I will. I will. And I was quite nervous because also, guys, it's been, it had been like nearly 12 months of not the touch of a man. So when he came round, when he came round for dinner, you were thinking that your pine nuts and broccolini and feta was going to lead to a little bit of hell, hell. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I was ready. I was like, <laughs> I hope this guy is ready to have his world rocked because I am ready. Well, you said the kiss was a, was a 9.5 out of 10. Oh, Beautiful. And we'd had so many, like, we'd, we'd had this very delicate, like, nothing I've experienced before. You know, these walks where you just, 
you go out and you talk for hours and there's no alcohol, there's no other distractions. You're just bloody walking and and talking. No filter. No filter. He's listened to the podcast. He knows all my shit, literally, the time I shit myself. He knows about all of it. Um, (laughs) That's my shit. That's my shit. Oh my God. Oh my God. So I can't even pretend to be like, I'm super cool. Cause no, he's heard it all. Uh, and we'd have these like these chats and these walks and it was so nice. And we had that, we had the kiss and I really was taking it slow. And you got the clit tingles, which is a huge sign. I got the clit tingles. The clingles. The clingles. <laughs> the little clingles. Get that trending. Now I'm, now I'm ready. I'm ready. I was like, this needs to happen. We need to rip this bandaid off because like, you don't want to like leave it too long. No. You want to test the chemistry when the timing's right. Absolutely. You got to know. You got to try before you buy. On a coronavirus safety note, obviously he's been pretty much self-isolating as well. So you felt pretty safe. Oh my God. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abs- absolutely. I don't know about him, uh, but I had obviously been doing my my dating for the potty. But it had not been like seeing anybody, you know, it's all virtual dating and a walk. Um, And I really, I got no, I got no real vibes with Holy Guac, but like we'd love to pass him on to a friend. This is like a side point that's the sidebar that we need to talk about how do we pass on good people to friends. Yes, that's actually a really good point. Great point. Because he sounded really lovely. He's got a great guac recipe going. (laughs) So many, and I know so many amazing women that are like, where are all the great men? And dating is, you know, it's a minefield at times. Where have all the good, good men, men gone? gone? <laughs> Look, they're on my bumble. I've had some real winners. <laughs> I love it. The soundtrack to Cockblock by Corona. We should make a playlist. Oh, my God. We should make a playlist. We will. We should record an album, guys. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> the album no one wants or needs. <laughs> The album nobody asked for. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just just back on the note of how to get people in touch. If you're listening to this and you think Holy Guacamole sounds like a damn catch, please get in touch. Maybe we could hook you up. This could be our new pivot. <laughs> exactly. And that person wasn't for me, but how do I like introduce them to a friend? Great topic. I think I think we should discuss this in more depth. Totally. Absolutely. Okay. Let's come back to that. Let's hear about the bang toes. So I live with two people, like two of my really great, like great friends. And so he comes over and it's a house full of women. We've got Penny the dog. We've got the girls. And Penny took to him straight away and she's a very shy little gal. That's always a good sign, I think, when a dog warms to someone. She took to him straight away. In fact, she was trying to cut my grass at one point. Like we were having a snuggle and she just came up between us and snuggled into his chest and completely blocked me. So Penny loved him. Sabo, cock blocked by Penny. But he's like, he played Trivial Pursuit with the girls and we were all laughing and he's so sweet and he comes in, he like says hello to everyone. He's just so um, like just easy and lovely. We love this for you. Love this. So then we're getting a little bit fresh in the kitchen. Um, I was actually a little bit worried that I was going to burn my food, but we did save it because we got a little bit fresh in the kitchen. Then me may have gone to my bedroom and started like making out a little bit. And that was getting a bit hot and heavy. And I was like, no, come on, we've got to go and have some dinner. Um, 
So we did that. That was lovely, lovely dinner. And then. <laughs> great. Okay, great. I'm like, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat waiting to get to bloody bone town. <laughs> You're really proud of your cooking. Really proud of my cooking. So earlier this week, um, I made my housemate do a sound check of my bed because my bed has sentimental value. My dad restored it this beautiful old bed, but holy mother of God, it sounds like a full brass band whenever you even like (laughs) roll in it. And when my parents brought it down, I said to my dad, I said, I don't think I can have this bed. It's too noisy. And his reaction was, what do you mean? What are you going to do in it? And I was like, well, what do you think I'm going to do? And he goes, Jill, to my mum, he goes, Kate's going to have sex. Hope so. And I was like, well, yeah, at some point I'd like, yeah, at some point I would like to. And mum's like, oh, for God's sake, I don't know, just take the mattress off. So we did. We had to take the fucking mattress off. And put it, what, on the floor? On the floor. So before we could do anything, poor construction cutie slash behind these hazel eyes slash southern skies had to lift my mattress off and put it on the floor. Oh, my God. Kate, I mean, look, I can vouch that it's a stunning bed and it's beautifully restored, but I don't know that... It's beautiful. You know, you need to be thinking about your dad's bed restoration in an area where you're (laughs) trying to bone. And I just think for the long-term convenience of your life that you can't be moving that mattress. So... I mean, we might just have to, we're going to have to start a bloody possible. It'll be like hashtag get Kate a koala. Get Kate a koala bed. Get Kate a koala. Okay. So, so you're on the mattress on the floor um, and overlooking you is your dad's beautifully restored antique bed. (laughs) Restored bed. And dad in my head just being like, what are you going to do? Have sex? Yes. And we did. And it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Okay. So one piece of goss though. So sorry behind these hazel eyes. He's uh, he's already used to it. Everything's going to be spoken about on this podcast. He loves the podcast. He's a fan. It's fine. He loves it. Now, and look, I don't know right into us if you are somebody who suffers from these issues too. For me, like finishing, so climaxing is very much tied. We've spoken about this before. Like to emotion and when I'm nervous or when I'm with a new person who I really like and I really like him and obviously like it matters to me what he thinks about me and what I'm looking like in the moment and what I'm all of that stuff so bless his cotton socks he was like just doing his utmost best god love him and it obviously like wasn't happening and you don't want to fake it you don't want to like get into that kind of habit and I think he could tell anyway I mean I'm still enjoying it loving life but there's a point I think you get to and I think men get to where they're like Jesus Christ is this ever going to like happen Mm. and the funny thing with him is I've never had somebody so worried about it for me well I would say that that means that you know there's patience there and concern there and so I'm sure that it will absolutely Mm. happen it just takes time for women an emotional a connection and attachment and it's funny too because obviously that's so beautiful that he was concerned but it's like the more that someone worries about it and fixate on that fixates on that being the end goal the more that you're like oh no it's not happening because I'm feeling like I get stage fright I get massive stage fright so I'm like oh um 
so it's so it's kind of so nice in a way because usually my experience is it's like if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen and you know the person just like cool yeah rolls over we're done like when they're done we're done yeah it's lovely that he actually cared enough to try he's so open with talking about these things which is quite confronting for me he's a really emotionally open person beautiful how refreshing and I'm a little bit like I am not used to a man asking me these deep questions or looking at me like I've said to him a few times I'm like sometimes you look at me like you can read my thoughts and I'm like it's quite confronting sounds like you're a little bit smooter (laughs) he's very sweet I'm very excited to hear more about this. It sounds like it's going so well and I hope everyone listening is as excited as we are for you, Katie. It's just, you know, it's it could honestly not be more of an opposite, opposite experience to what I have previously had and, and such a surprise. Like honestly when we started this podcast I was like, I'm not going to find anyone. Like this will be great for a laugh. I'm probably going to find some ridiculous ridiculous stories knowing me so the fact that this absolutely delightful kind man has popped up is kind of like yeah just rocking my world a little bit you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) if we only knew all it took was to start a bloody podcast we would have done it five years ago absolutely I just wanted to say too on the note of Uh, talking about struggling to orgasm. I was watching this great thing this week uh, on an episode of Goop, which is that Gwyneth Paltrow show, which I'm not like a massive fan of hers, but I actually really enjoy the series. yes, love Goop, yeah. And the episode focused around Betty Dodson, who is an American sex educator, and she talks about her rock and roll method of orgasm for women and of 500 people that had reported that they could never have an orgasm in their life after doing her workshop and practicing the rock and roll method, 475 of them reached climax. Wow. Hot diggity dog. So if you are somebody who's listening and you you do struggle with that, there's lots of information about it online and I would really recommend watching the episode on Goop as well. Her name is Betty Dodson. Um and it's just really the way that she talks about it so openly and candidly and describes the anatomy and how it actually works. I was learning, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who doesn't struggle with that, but I was learning so much just watching it. So I would highly recommend. Wow, that's so interesting. I'm fascinated by that. Yeah, it's fantastic. I know I will get there and I also probably need to do some, I mean, it's just exploration into my own body with like a partner and maybe being more vocal and I've never felt that confidence it's always been about the other person and so with with uh construction cutie he is very much focused on me which was like intimidating as well so I think once I get once I get more confident with that and more comfortable we'll see what happens I'll report back guys I'll take it upon myself to do some um sexual research stay tuned watch out construction cutie you're on As always, you can rely on us for the real news of the week. We give you the COVID dating wrap-up. One of our UK listeners has alerted us to online fashion outlets selling face masks with the word single on them. So people in supermarkets or out for a stroll can be easily identified by other singles. 
The masks have currently sold out, but if you are interested in purchasing one when they have been restocked and making eyes, because it's all you'll be able to see (laughs) at other singles, then you can find these at prettylittlething.com. I think this is my thought and I feel really impressed with myself that someone should invent one that says single, but not ready to mingle. I think that's a great idea. I'm copywriting it. Copyright. Copyright. Maybe this can be part of our cock blocked by Corona merch. We can add it to our line. So now we have a bleep it out Carl shirt and a single but not ready to mingle face mask. (laughs) Fantastic. This news is from the pop culture website mandatory.com and it could be the end of your sex life as we know it. Oh no. Sorry Katie. (laughs) Oh crap. Just when we thought sex was safe coronavirus cock blocked us again. In the worst news to come out of the COVID-19 pandemic recently, Chinese researchers have discovered the deadly virus in men's semen. (gasps) Oh, what? Raising questions about whether the disease can be transmitted sexually. I know. What? Of 38 male patients tested at Shangchu Municipal Hospital in China during the pandemic's peak, 16% had evidence of the rona in their jizz. This was true whether they were in the acute or the recovery stage of the virus. Similar viruses like Ebola and Zika have been found living in the male reproductive tract, so this isn't a complete surprise. But it does complicate the understanding of if and how coronavirus can be spread through spunk. So what does this mean for your horn dog self during quarantine? If you're lucky enough to be getting laid, at the very least, you should use condoms. Really, you should do this anyway to protect you and your partner from STIs, even if there weren't a pandemic happening. True. If you or your partner has tested positive for COVID-19, the smartest thing to do is give up sex and stay abstinent until more information becomes available. No sex is so good it's worth dying for, right? A hundred percent. Wow. Hot damn. That's full on. I I didn't know that. I mean, I guess you should be staying the 1.5 metres away and if someone feels sick, you shouldn't see them. But, wow, I did not know that. God, Corona, you just have to come in and ruin it for everyone, don't you? I know. You ruin all the nice things we have. So a headline from The Guardian reads, the woman who achieves her goals by masturbation. Did I? I don't remember writing this article. (laughs) 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 Oh, dear. I test sex toys for a living, so I thought I knew a lot about the female orgasm. Then I discovered sexual transmutation, the idea that you can harness your sexual energy to achieve goals. Oh, I have actually read about this. The practice is nothing new. It exists in tantric and Taoist traditions. But I set about developing my own masturbation for manifestation method. Damn, yes. My system combines the law of attraction, the belief that we attract into our lives what we focus on, with visualization techniques and my own orgasmic energy. I set an intention, then stimulate myself sexually while I use my imagination to eroticize my aim. For instance, to manifest a new home, I might imagine myself inside it, my bare feet against the floor, naked on the new sofa, and something erotic happening there. When I reach orgasm, the energy is released into the universe, where it begins to attract the ideal place. Some desires are easier to eroticize than others. Getting aroused while I thought about loan repayments was a challenge. But last (laughs) summer, I managed to become debt-free. I find masturbation with intention also takes a lot longer than when I focused on just pleasure. This is a practice I reserve only for masturbation, when I'm having sex with someone. 
I'm focused on sharing an intimate moment. Okay, so she only does it with herself. Yep, great. Imagine that if you're like having sex with someone being like <laughs> bank loans, bank loans, bank loans. <laughs> Thanks to my technique, I have manifested some incredible things such as professional opportunities, holidays, even love. I hardly recognize my life now. It doesn't always work, but at least I enjoy the process. See, maybe I manifested um, construction cutie when I was having a little Maz thinking about him <laughs> sharpening his axes that he likes to do at home. <laughs> maybe. What a queen, though. This is amazing. This is great. We have a friend that believes in the law of attraction, so I feel like maybe if you're listening, you know who you are. Yes. You can try this one out. I feel like we should start an entire group thing with all our listeners where we're just like, on this particular day, let's all masturbate for a vaccine for corona. Yes. We're just going to get hundreds of people <laughs> just all thinking about I mean, I don't know. that I'll probably be there for hours if that's what I'm thinking about, but I'm willing to give it a go. <laughs> Maz for a cause. I'm 100%. I love any excuse to masturbate, so I am ready to cure cancer and, you know, make world peace a real thing with my Maz time. Get on it, Kate. <laughs> I'm on it, guys. Oh, my God. Just know, just know if something good happens to you this week, I probably mastered, mastered, mastered manifested it. I probably mastered, mastered. And on that amazing note, that's it from us for another week. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Cock Blocked by Corona, the podcast, the Corona Couples Special. Join us next week as we see in Lol and Kate's 32nd birthday and take Woo! a stroll down memory lane. As always, please continue to get in touch with us via our email, cblockedpodcast at gmail.com and our Instagram at cblockedpodcast with your hilarious and horrific dating stories, topic suggestions and pandemic tales. Your voices are equally as important to this podcast as ours. Don't forget to rate, subscribe and review wherever you get your podcasts and pass this on to any friends who need a good laugh in their life. You have been listening to Hannah Fredrickson, Lauren McKenna and Lil Miss Smitten, Kate Foster. <laughs> Our producer is Carl McKinnon at Tech Tech Boom and this week is brought to you by Big Daddy and Home Die Jobs. Stay home, stay safe, don't be fucked to pluck and we'll see you next week. Bye! <laughs> Bye! <laughs> <laughs>